G'day YouTube, how's it going? In this, oh, hang on a second. That's better. In this video, I'm gonna show you my settings for shooting video on the Canon 5D Mark IV. So let's jump right in. So here we have a shot at the back of the 5D Mark IV. And I'm gonna show you my standard settings that I use to shoot video. I'm going to use the uh, button controls and the camera controls rather than the touch panel. So this can be transferable back to the 5D Mark III as well. So first things first, uh, I'm going to go to the little spanner icon here and across to the fourth window, sorry, third window. And I'm going to make sure that my setting is NTSC and I'll explain that in a little bit. So from here, I'm going to cruise it back to camera setting, the fourth one, and down here to movie record size. So I'm going to use the MOV recording format and the record size for my standard uh, footage is 23.98 all eye. All eye is less compression so I'm going to select all eye for that. Now I can put it into 24p mode so what that does is it just forces me into 24p but then it gives me limited options only 24 so I don't actually use that option I just set it to 23.98 which is actually 23.976 and it opens up all the options for me so the reason I use NTSC is so that I have 59.94 available which is 60 frames per second now when that's conformed down to 24 frames per second it's slightly slower than if I was shooting in 25p, which gives me 50p slow motion. So it gives me a few more frames. So that's why I like to shoot my slow motion in 60p, which is why I set it this way. So then I select full HD 23.98p all I, and that's my main selection for that. So now when I come into my window, you can see uh, my info here, my settings. Basically, uh, the shutter that I will use is 50, which is double the frame rate or close enough to double 23.98p. So that's coming from film, that is a 180 degree shutter. So that gives me the best option for uh, motion blur to give my footage a film look. So that's what I use for that. Uh, depending on the lighting scenario, my ISO, I will generally have at around 100. And I will try not to exceed around 1000 or 1600 ISO. I don't like grain at all, so I try and avoid it. Now, if I've got a lot more light coming into the camera, I step it down by using a variable ND filter on the front of my lens. So that's how I take care of uh, extra light coming in. So if I'm shooting outside, I'll always be in these settings 50 and around one point between 1.4 and 2.8 um, around about here, but I'll use an ND to stop down the light coming into the lens. So generally a very ND and, and at sometimes I'll just use filters, single filter in a um, arrangement just to, so there's no distortion because sometimes an ND, variable ND can give some distortion. So 
white balance. Let's look at white balance. I generally use a Kelvin white balance and then I set that white balance to what I feel is a good uh, option for white balance on the day. So if I'm indoors and under fluoro lighting, uh, then it sometimes can be a little bit different and I can maybe do some finer adjustments or I might try and do a custom white balance where I take a photograph and set the white balance with a photograph. But generally I can get a good feel for what the white balance should be using the Kelvin. Uh, and depending on the, the time of day, sometimes I might use um, a cloudy white balance uh, or a sunny white balance depending on time of day and if that feels like it's working in camera. So that's what I do for white balance. And then the other one, this I use this light meter here um, to generally track where my light is. Uh, and the only final thing would be my focus. Usually I will use a manual focus and you can see it hunting right now. Uh, but with the dual pixel autofocus on the 5D Mark IV, then it is a bit of a set and forget, especially for portraits and face tracking. So I can just use that. But if I'm shooting anything B-roll or anything further away, I'll use uh, a manual focus setting. So for audio, depends on what I have plugged into the camera. I always run audio in manual. So basically my audio settings are manual and I use quite a low um, volume into the camera so that I'm uh, not engaging any of the gain control within the camera because I don't like the preamps still in the 5D Mark IV, although they're better than the 5D Mark III, I don't like them that much. So I try and keep that as low as possible. And whatever um, I'm using to shoot with, uh, I tend to, uh, whatever microphone I'm using, I tend to then use the microphone's preamp and not the camera's preamp. That's pretty much my settings for shooting in 24 or 23.98 to get a film look. So let's take a look now at slow motion settings. So again, I'm in NTSC format here. I'm shooting mostly for the internet and for web-based stuff. So I'm happy to shoot in NTSC and not worry about PAL or what, what format that is. So here then I have an option in NTSC to shoot 59.94 uh, or near enough to 60p. Now that will set my shutter to 60, which is the same as the frame rate. So I want to immediately grab that and move that to 120 or 125 it's setting it to which again is 180 degrees in the old scale or double the frame rate in new scale so that's what I set for that everything else can stay pretty much the same but as you'll see going from 60p to 120 it reduces the light coming into the camera so in that case just have to boost my ISO a little bit. And so I might come up to 250, um, 200 to 250, maybe 320. Let's set it at 320. So that's the only changes I make when I switch over to 60p, is I boost the shutter and then uh, I boost the ISO to compensate. So if I'm gonna shoot where I'm shooting some things in 60p and other things in 23.98 or 24p, then I'll just switch between those two settings. And again, this gives the most feel, filmic feel to the footage when it's slowed down or conformed to 24p. And that's why I use that setting. So that's pretty much my go-to. Now, if I wanna do super slow-mo, I go into my settings in camera, movie recording quality again, and come down here to high frame rate. Now I'm gonna enable 
high frame rate. Now this gives me, you can see here, 1280 by 720, 119.9 frames per second. So 120 frames per second. Now you can see it's only at 720p. So it's not gonna shoot this for me in full HD, but it's still usable and it does develop a good image upscaled to full HD. So I would still at times use it um, to shoot certain things. So then basically I'm in 120 frames per second. Now what I wanna do again with my shutter is I wanna double it. So I'm gonna go up to 250. And again, I might have to push my ISO up to say 640 to make sure that I can compensate for the less light in camera. So that's basically how I shoot slow motion and that is gonna give me a great slowed down footage really clean and crisp image because I'm shooting at 250 shutter. So it's quite high. Um, so it's gonna give me really nice frames and yeah, just a really great image. Now there are a few caveats here. So sometimes when I'm shooting um, and now I'm back in 24, so I'm gonna drop my shutter to 50 and 50, there we go. And I'm gonna drop my ISO back down to 100. So what might happen is there is some visible flicker on the screen or on the monitor that I'm reviewing on. So in that case, basically what I'll do is I might then drop my shutter to 40 or maybe I'll increase my shutter to 60. So the reason I do that is because it can sometimes eliminate that flicker that's coming on the screen. So generally I'll see it. And what, what it is, is it's basically the shutter speed is such that it's it's all opening and closing at different times uh, compared to the flicker in the lights. It usually happens with fluorescent lighting when you're shooting fluorescent lighting. So a way to get around it is you just push your shutter down to 40 or up to 60. And one of those frame rates, either 40 or 60, will then take care of that flicker. So it can be super prominent when you're shooting in um, 60 frames per second. So you've got to really work on the shutter. And in that case, you might be in, let's say you are shooting in 50 and that's your setting. And then you're at 120, remember, with a shutter 125. Then you can drop down to 100 or pull up to 160. Sometimes you may need to drop down to 80. So that's gonna give you a little bit more blur between frames uh, when you slow it down, but it's still usable and great footage. And the main thing is there's no flicker. So there you have it everyone. That's how I use the Canon 5D Mark IV to get the best possible video results. Hope this helped you. Make sure you subscribe, like this video if you got something from it, and we'll see you in the next video.